Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Good evening. Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. I hope that you are well doing fine. I hope you had a very successful week. I am not going to do a check-in tonight. I think I'm just going to jump straight into the topic. It's going to be basically short and to the point. I am dealing with a little bit of a migraine. (laughs) It's been a challenging couple days, but everything's going to be all right. So we're going to get through this. But I wanted to talk about this topic because I don't think people realize how much damage takes place in the psyche of someone that they ghost. And actually studies are now showing that ghosting could be associated with psychopathic traits and the dark triad personality traits. I don't know if you remember, I think I did a podcast on that a while ago, but there is more research that needs to be done on this. So anyway, let's find out what ghosting is sure we all know, but, and the main reasons people may ghost, we're going to talk about personality traits of a ghoster and the psychological impact on both the ghoster and the ghosty. (laughs) First, let's talk about ghosting. We live in a very selfish, self-serving society. It seems You know, many people are out for themselves and ghosting kind of is one of those behaviors that is selfish. And I know some people might not see it that way because they're trying to maybe save someone's feelings by just dipping out and not saying anything, but that is further from, from the truth. And we'll get into that in, in a bit, but Ghosting is that disappearing act. Maybe some of you have experienced it. Maybe some of you haven't. (laughs) Maybe you were the ghoster and then maybe you've experienced being a ghostee. Maybe you had experienced both ends. It depends. So let me ask you, did you ever meet someone, have great conversation You know, maybe you went on a few dates or maybe you just kept it online, but there was, you know, consistent conversation going back and forth for a while and you felt like there was a connection there. And then one day, phone calls or texts go unanswered. Invites to meet up, unanswered. (laughs) And then there's silence. And you wait some more. After several days, even weeks, there may be nothing but a ghost. No explanation, no reply. As if whatever it was that you had never even existed. They left you on red. Or you may have left someone on red. And the person that was ghosted 
is now left feeling completely confused, uncertain, and alone because someone chose to take the easy way out and silently disappear. And this type of behavior isn't just exclusive in romantic relationship. It can occur in any kind of connection, really, including those with family, friends, or even colleagues, right? So we hear and see the word ghosting all over the net these days. And many people have been disappearing (laughs) on their dates or partners for decades. Now it's just more prominent because of the majority of communication is taking place online. And this just makes it an easier way for people to hide behind a screen and and ghost. 60 to 80% of people have basically been ghosted at some point in their life. It's pretty common and it happens so often. Let's get into the main reason to why people may ghost, the source of it all. (laughs) If someone ghosts, it says something about that person. You know, let's just be honest. It's not so much about the other party involved. The sources of this behavior are a lack of maturity, emotional intelligence, and insecurity, right? This is a cowardice move. And it's made by many who really aren't willing to face what needs to be expressed. There's many reasons people ghost. But all in all, this is what underlies all of them, really. People lack so much self-awareness. And on a subconscious level, you know, we treat others how we feel about ourselves. And the behavior doesn't only damage the other person, but it damages us too. According to recent research published, there's showing that those with stronger dark triad personality characteristics, that they're deeming ghosting activity more acceptable. Now these, I don't know if you've heard me talk about this in the past, but the dark triad characteristics are also known as narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathic. Now, narcissistic people, this is those who are very selfish, boastful, arrogant, basically very much lacking in empathy and are very hypersensitive to criticism. The Machiavellianism is the traits that include maybe manipulation, self-interest, and lack of both emotion and morality. And then traits associated with psychopathy include a lack of empathy, once again, or remorse, antisocial behavior, and really being manipulative and volatile. And, you know, none of these are are very good uh, characteristics to have. But, But let's take a look at some of the situations to why people use this way, this ghosting to escape a a connection. Just because, you know, if you're ghosting, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're part of the dark triad. It's just saying if you have stronger characteristics, then you would tend to be 
a ghoster, right? Some things include maybe that they're just not that into you, (laughs) right? That's pretty obvious. If someone wanted to stick around, obviously they would, right? 81% of BuzzFeed poll participants said that they ghosted someone because they just weren't that interested in them. 81%. That's pretty high. 64% they claimed that the other person maybe did something that they didn't like, something that they disliked. And then 26% said that they were either pissed off or angry with the other person or upset with them. Some just didn't see it working out with the other person, you know? And then um, there's views about ghosting um, and a research of people who are more likely to believe in destiny and soulmates and the one. And 60% of those people who have that kind of outlook on life consider ghosting an acceptable method to terminate a relationship because they just feel like, you know, that connection isn't there. They're not the one. Another reason people may ghost is maybe because of an attachment style. When it comes to relationship, this is another podcast that I did a while back. I think it was called, What is Your Attachment Style? And people with avoidant or that anxious attachment style, they tend to feel less comfortable in a relationship or a commitment. You know, that comes from an abandonment wound. Some people who get involved with another person online might not be emotionally available. Maybe there's other things that become more important. Work can become a priority or life problems or family, friends, certain situations, and we can easily get distracted. There's also those that are afraid of rejection, maybe for whatever reason. So they first reject you by ghosting you. You know, maybe they're embarrassed about uh, a job they have or how much money they make or Maybe it was a lie they told you, or maybe they're married and they never told you, or, or they have an illness, something, you know, and some people just find maybe situations a bit dangerous from their perspective. So maybe they'll just kind of dip out and disappear, you know, before, if, if, if it seems troubling or, or something. And another reason can be maybe too much time's passed and now it's just feels awkward to reach out. So they just choose to stay away. Um, another one is basically people fear hurting another, you know, but again, they don't realize that by ghosting you, it's, it's more detrimental than, than being honest. Okay. Again, those who, who ghost lack emotional intelligence. Okay. And emotional intelligence is it's having the ability to use empathy, right? To apply various emotional reactions in complicated situations. And those with 
poor EQ, they, they may struggle to grasp how their actions affect another person. So usually those who ghost do their best to convince themselves that they did the right thing. And they do this so they don't feel guilty. You know, basically they don't really have any regard for the other person. They don't really care about the other person's feelings. They're more worried and concerned about what makes them more comfortable. You know, it takes maturity to go there, to have that conversation. And so many people are not willing to do what it takes. So they take the easy way out. I'll share with you some of the psychological impact of, of ghosting. And basically, if you look at it, it's, it's a cruel rejection, isn't it? I mean, it can also cause a lot of mental torture to a person, which is a form of abuse. And by far, it is one of the most selfish, disrespectful acts. You know, mental and emotional abuse is worse than, than any physical abuse. Ghosting can really leave someone feeling very uh, disrespected, used, and just disposed of. You know, they're left feeling confusion. They're questioning everything. And they're just filled with anguish. Psychologists and, and other mental health experts have long considered ghosting to be the pinnacle of that silent treatment. And this is a type of emotional abuse. You're basically powerless. You know, you're unable to ask questions or to receive the information that might aid you in emotional healing in order to retain your self-esteem. You need to be able to communicate your feelings and, and to be heard. And when you don't have that, this can cause a lot of torture for someone. And ghosting is a passive aggressive interpersonal practice. And it leaves psychological bruises and scars, regardless of the intent of the, of the ghoster. An online survey was, was done and those who experienced breadcrumbing, which is basically leading someone on, or a combination of both breadcrumbing and ghosting, they were shown to have an increased feeling of loneliness and helplessness and really a decreased satisfaction with life in a, in those individuals that dealt with that. The lack of closure in a relationship has had the greatest influence on, on ghosties, right? Causing them to maybe spiral into this internalized self-deprecation and paranoia as a result of the experience. And there's a lot of lack of trust and others after this. It is possible though, most times, for the ghosty to come out on top. 
on the other side, feeling more positive, feeling more resilient, and even more confident over time. However, researchers discovered that ghosting has detrimental implications not only on the ghostee, but for the ghoster, resulting in internalized emotional conflict. So it happens for both parties. You know, the ghosters also suffer from negative repercussions as a result of their actions, but they have less beneficial long-term effects. According to research, 65% of ghosters experience worry. They're embarrassed. They feel regret and remorse after ghosting a person. This might be from, you know, apprehensions about bumping into them somewhere or just for the fact of hurting someone so badly emotionally. Now, everyone has their their own level of sensitivity when it comes to these emotions, right? My sensitivity level is different than yours, possibly. Some are very highly sensitive and some are not. And doing this can, can have a tendency to drive another person to have suicidal thoughts. Rejection can, can cause the same level of pain as that injury to the body would cause, right? Because of the pain is it's activated in the same region of the brain. I hope that what I shared here tonight helps give some of you a better understanding of the devastation that is left behind when we ghost an individual. It leaves people feeling very brokenhearted, um, broken spirits, and regardless of whatever the situation is, again, you don't know what a person's capable of doing. So please consider that on how you leave a person feeling by not being honest and giving them the closure that they need. And just remember that, you know, this can leave you with feelings that you might have to contend to later down the road because you chose to, to take the easy way out and ghost. We need to really try and be better in the world. And I hope that this is one step that we can take in making the world a better place is to find the, the courage and the strength and to tap into our true authentic self and to have those conversations that may be tough to have sometimes. But in the end, you'll walk away with dignity because you know you did the right thing in doing so. So with that, my friends, I really look forward to coming back next week, sending you out love and light. Thanks for listening. And as always, have a wonderful, successful week. Take care. Thank you.